It's time for The Bright Side, a coaching radio show for changemakers, the organizations and positive leaders creating positive change in the world while simultaneously caring for their people. The Bright Side is sponsored by P-Link Leadership. P-Link Leadership believes in a world where positive leadership is the norm and individuals and the organizations they power are a force for positive change. And now as your host, Alexis Robin, co-founder of P-Link Leadership, I'm here to bring you your 10 minutes of insight, theory, and actionable tips to support you on your journey to becoming the best version of yourself. Hi there, and welcome to The Bright Side. This is Alexis Robin, and this week we are excited to welcome one of my favorite guests ever, uh, my daughter, Celeste Robin, onto the show. She is 13 and in the eighth grade, and uh, she's working on some podcasting for her class, and I thought it would be really fun to bring her on the bright side because she and her friend had a pretty cool practice around facing fears. And so I wanted to have her share that with you. So welcome, Celeste. Hi. So I'm glad you were willing to be on the show today. Um, So tell me a little bit about some of the kind of fears that you guys are facing, like that, that you, you hear from friends, not specifics, but just in general, like what are, what are kids your age kind of facing as fears or worries at this stage of the game? I guess that a couple of fears that would be faced, you know, for kids my age or kids older or even kids younger is like not having a big enough friend group or not fitting in or not being quote unquote cool enough. Or, you know, there are so many more, but those are just a couple of them. Yeah, I think, and what's so interesting is I think that would probably resonate with adults as well as people in your group, right? We kind of worry, like, do I have enough friends? Do I have enough colleagues? Mm-hmm. How big is my network? Or, am, you know, am I cool enough? Am I smart enough at work? There's always something with enough, right? Like, I'm not blank enough. Brene Brown talks about that a lot. So, um, or I don't have the right wardrobe, or I'm not dressed correctly for this event, or right? Sound yeah. familiar? Yeah. Yeah. So I think like no matter where you are in life, <laughs> worrying that you're not enough something is uh, it comes up a lot. So, um, so this year at the beginning of the year, I overheard you guys talking about kind of going in and, and facing 2019 um, in a more fearless way. So tell me a little bit about kind of what got that conversation started. I guess one way that we, we're, well, it was New Year's Eve and we were kind of hanging out in her hot tub and we were like, oh, like, you know, it's the new year. Let's start off fresh like everybody else says. And we were like, why not just, you know, admit to our maybe insecurities and what we're nervous about at school, what we think about ourselves, what we think about other people, you know, just let it all go. Yeah. And so, um, so what was that's And that's a super brave thing to do. I mean, just admitting your vulnerabilities, I think is, um, and having friends that have earned the right to hear those and are a safe place that won't tease you about it, but that will honor them and maybe even empathize like, Oh, Hey, I feel that way too. Yeah. Like, I did that a lot. Did you, did you yeah. find that a lot of your stuff crossed over? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, so that's, I think that's great that you guys were kind of admitting to yourself what your fears were. So would you say that was the first step in the process is kind of getting clear about what you were nervous about or what your fears were? Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. It's mostly just like as soon as you realize like, oh, I feel like my clothing isn't 
stylish enough, then you're like, oh, well, my, geez, like I, if I really look at it, my clothing's actually pretty cool. So you reframe it. So then, so you admit you're th- the thing that you're afraid of, and then you reframe it by, you know, taking a look at it and questioning your own assumption. Yeah. Essentially. So Basically. What do, and this is, Renee always says this, and I just love it. She says, what do I believe about this and how could I be wrong? Right? Like, so what do you believe about your clothing? not stylish enough and how could you be wrong well let me take a look and fact check myself pretty cool stuff mm-hmm. right? okay so and then what did you guys do well the first step is admitting it right mm-hmm. and the second step is is identifying it like so what we did is we took a couple pieces of paper and ripped them up into tiny strips mm-hmm. and then we we would write down like say I was say she was nervous about um, not having enough followers on Instagram. And a common worry for kids your age, right? <laughs> yeah. And that's a big deal. Not to most people, but a lot of us, that's a big deal. So she would take a slip of paper, grab a Sharpie, and write not enough followers or not enough publicity on social media. Something along those lines. And then... Once we got all of them written down, you can either burn them in a fireplace or another safe way that you can think of, (laughs) or you can... Preferably not next to a large dry forest. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Like somewhere safe. Mm -hmm. Or you can um, rip them up and throw them away and said, sayonara. Sayonara to your fears. So what, um, what did you do? Did you burn yours, or did you rip yours up, or just throw them away? Uh, I had a chance to burn mine, but we had so much other papers that needed to be disposed of to make a fire that we were like, oh, whatever. So I just ripped them up and threw them away, washed the garbage man, take them away. Great. So what did um, so what was the shift for you, kind of emotionally and mentally, once you admitted all your fears? Questioned them, kind of reframed their validity, or questioned their validity, reframed them, and then um, sent them to the garbage or to the fire. Like, how did that change things for you? I think that one way it changed things is it really boosted my confidence. Like, um, instead of looking like, oh, like so many people think I'm not super entertaining or funny, and Instead of looking at it, at it like, oh, so many people think I'm, like, not funny, then I would look at it like, oh, my gosh, like, look at all these people who are laughing at my jokes and being like, whoa, where did you think of that? So that sounds like evidence, to So you're seeking out evidence to the contrary of your belief. Yeah. Knowing that that belief wasn't supporting your best life. Looking for the positive rather than the negative. Yeah, and that's hard to do because, as you've heard me say before, we are wired with a negativity bias. And um, for our listeners who don't know what that is, a negativity bias uh, makes our brain like Velcro for negativity. So we hang on to things, bad feedback, and uh, like Teflon for positivity. So we let go of um, of good feedback and we don't really pay attention. So it's really, it sounds like you're practicing um, hunting the good, as Gretchen would say. Gretchen's one of our P-Link uh, coaches and my co-founder. Um, but really hunting the good and looking for proof and evidence that your belief that wasn't supporting you is not true. Mm-hmm. And you're saying it boosted your confidence. 
it definitely was a huge confidence booster for me. I think it was it's it was a little harder for my friend to um, identify some of her scarcities and you know let go of them. So she I'm still helping her work on some of those, but otherwise you know I've noticed definitely a change in her behavior and confidence as well. Mm-hmm. Well, that's awesome. So um, so you heard it here. If you want to let go of your fears, this is a great practice. I was so impressed with what they came up with. I wanted to share it with you all. Um, but really, first identifying what you are wanting, what you're afraid of, where you're feeling scarcity, what you're worried about if you're not good enough at something, and then questioning the validity of that and looking for evidence to the contrary. Um, really practicing hunting the good, practicing taking in um, the positive feedback that you're getting from people, paying attention to that, and, and even savoring that, I would say, um, mm-hmm. and by reflecting on it, and then, um, and then noticing how things shift for you. And, uh, and you know, we, we like to say, um, share it with a friend, always pass this along to somebody who you love, and then as Cody from the Peloton uh, uh, Spin Bike instructors says share it with somebody who you don't love because they probably need it just as much so i think that's such a great sentiment right so share it with someone you love and share it with someone you don't love and uh and hopefully you'll be able to move past your fears like celeste did and her friends did mm-hmm. so thanks for being on the show today any other closing remarks or anything you might want to share with the group before we go don't expect your confidence levels to change after day one. It's a really kind of long process that you need to get accustomed with. It's not going to change the way you look at things right off the bat. Just be patient with it. Awesome. So if it doesn't work right, you know, if you don't notice something right away, don't give up. It's not that it has not working. It just might take longer. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Great advice. Thank you so much for sharing your time with us today. Appreciate it. We will be back uh, next week, same time, same place on the bright side. You can find us online at plinkleadership.com as well as um, we'd love for you to subscribe and leave a review if you like the show and uh, share it with a friend. Thanks so much. Have a great week.
Thanks so much, Dave. Thank you, Alexis. 